Have you finished your personal statement yet? Now's the perfect time to get it professionally reviewed by a medical school HQ expert advisor. We have former directors of admissions, admissions officers, and the like on our small team of amazing people. They have the inside knowledge from reading thousands and thousands and thousands, tens, if not 100,000 personal statements going through the process and setting up the process for their whole committee. They know exactly what medical schools look for and the common red flags that can get your entire application thrown out. Take advantage of our flash sale right now, going through May 6th, up to 6,000 characters reviewed for just $150. That's a $75 discount on our regular price. Go to editmyps.com. Again, that's editmyps.com. Hey, this is a special edition of the Pre-Mid Years, a recording of our Application Academy session from just a couple nights ago, where we presented, I presented some information about finding your seed. And then I did a deep dive with a lot of students about finding their seed. It got pretty heavy at some points, but ultimately students were leaving amazing comments about how helpful it was. And so I wanted to play it here for you and let you know if you are on the fence about Application Academy, we are closing the doors here. Uh, February 11th, we extended from February 4th to February 11th to put this out and give you enough time to listen to this and watch it. We uh, are also putting the video of this with the students blurred out uh, on our YouTube channel, premed.tv or mapped.tv. Go check both of those places. So let's go and jump in to our session from Application Academy. If you are interested, go to applicationacademy.com. Hello, hello, hello. Sorry for the delay. My uh, <laughs> my tech didn't want to work for a minute. Um, let's rock and roll. How's everyone doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. That's wonderful to hear. Wunderbar. I'm going to mute all of you. All right. So let me uh, just set up my cameras. Any questions? Anyone have questions they want to ask? Go ahead and unmute yourself. I'll just, uh, since I'm not paying attention to the, uh, the chat right now, I'm just setting up my thing here. Questions, questions, anyone? Nobody, huh? Nobody has questions. I have a quick question. Yeah, what's up? Um, Who's this? This is Basha Hernandez. Hello. Hello. Um, so I just want to double check that for my letter of recommendation writers, I'm having them update the date in Interfolio. I just need to send them a new request. Is that correct? In Interfolio? Yeah. Yeah. You just okay, send them. Okay, can't update the old one. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. Um, it'd be it'd be cleanest just to send a new update. Cool. Uh, all right. Sorry. Here we go. All right. So I want to do that. All right. 
All right. Uh, and then, oh, who's typing? Mute yourself, please. Just getting my camera set up. Anyone else have questions? Gabrielle, you have a question? Yeah, I Gabrielle. had a question. Sorry. No. My computer video is still not working very well. <laughs> no worries. Um, so I have been, I have entered everything into mapped um, for my GPA in most of the activities that I have. Yeah. Um, I was wondering, I'm kind of still struggling with figuring out if I should be applying this cycle or not. I okay. think that I can, but I wanted to get your opinion first because I've been trying to listen to everybody else's questions and it's been really helpful. Um, but I'm just a little concerned because I'm lacking um, some clinical experience, I think. I have about okay. 600 hours of clinical experience. I don't know if that's... How not, is that lacking clinical experience? Okay. I didn't know if I, I don't know how much clinical experience you're supposed to have. That's a shit ton. <laughs> okay. Pardon my French. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a ton. Um, because <laughs> they don't cuss during these things. So. I, well, I, I, no worries. I don't care at all. Um, I was working at the hospital here in my hometown and it's kind of a small town. So we only have one hospital here. Um, yep. And I, I was working at the hospital as like a PACU pre-op assistant, transporting patients, taking vitals, checking patients in, doing scrubs, clips for surgery. Okay. Um, and that's where most of my uh, clinical experience is. But I recently got let go because of COVID and okay. kind of all the issues around that. So, and they didn't want as many people in that area, I guess. So um, I'm kind of struggling to find something because I don't want there to be a gap in my clinical experience. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying well, to work on that right now. It, it sounds like there will be a gap and, and that's okay. Yeah. And try to find something and 600 hours is a ton and consistency is important. So yeah. you're, you're doing great. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want to look at my mapped account. Not today. Like? Yeah. Not, okay. not today. Um, or at least not right now. <clears throat> um, we're going to jump into uh, kind of talking about seed so we can get okay. that ball rolling. And then, uh, well, so we'll talk about seed. It's a little bit different this year. Um, so, so we're just going to roll with the punches in terms of flow of everything. But because, um, because you get an extra hour of me this year, last year it was just two hours on Tuesday, one hour on Thursday evening and Thursday evening is when I normally do the presentations. Um, I'm doing the presentation now. We'll have lots of time to do Q and A after about the presentation. And then Friday, very likely Q and A and potentially starting to review. Last year, we kind of went through all of the presentations of the personal statement, seed, watering, conclusion, et cetera and then started to do review, but I think you guys are kind of chomping at the bit to get, get to the review part. So we, we will very likely start that Friday and we'll, I'll try to leave some, some Q and a time as well, just outside of that. Okay. So, All right. Awesome. Uh, and also you have Q and a with the mapped team on Wednesdays uh, as well. So perfect. Thank you. Yeah, you are welcome. All right. So, 
Michelle, you have a quick question? Then we'll jump in. Hey, Dr. Gray. Um, Hello. My question was actually about the seed of the personal statement and sort of if you could help me find that, but I could totally wait until after. That's what we're talking about today. Awesome. Okay. I can wait until afterwards. (laughs) I hope so, because hopefully what we're going to be talking about, maybe it'll, it'll, uh, it'll enlighten you a little bit. So that's great. Okay. Let's, let's rock and roll. All right. Can you guys see this? Thumbs up, thumbs up. Where's my chat? There it is. Dr. Gray, blah, 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 blah. Love the pun. What is your seed? All right. So uh, I'm excited to uh, to finally dive into this, talking about seeds and um, really diving into what I feel is the heart and soul of your application, your personal statement. Without a good personal statement, I feel like you're not going to be able to connect to the person reviewing your application and you're not going to be able to connect with your reasons why you want to be a physician so that even if you do make it to an interview, you're not going to be able to connect with the why do you want to be a doctor question. This is the foundation of a lot of what's going to come. So, we're going to spend a little bit of time doing this. Uh, we're going to look at some examples. We're going to do some exercises. We're going we're gonna to jazzercise it up today. So with that said, <clears throat> let's go ahead and dive in um, to the anatomy of a personal statement. I want to s- start here first. Hello. I don't know why I just did that. Where'd my slides go? They just kind of disappeared. What the heck? That was very strange. Hey, let me put them back. Hi. Um, this is this is fun. All right. We get a side view. Not only do you get a side view, my friends. Okay, ready? Watch this. So this is this is my normal view. I changed my zoom view to go over here now. Hello. So I can change the look because I, I got a I got a second camera, a duplicate camera. Hello, hello, hello. Anyway, so, sorry, having too much fun. <laughs> um, all right, hold on. Let me uh, bring my slides back. For some reason, I dragged them off and they disappeared. <clears throat> donde, donde, donde. Applicator <clears throat> uh, Academy presentations. Here we go. Let's try this again. Not that one, that one. And that one. Okay, there we go. Don't touch them. All right. So, anatomy of the personal statement. We're going to uh, talk about the seed today. We're going to talk about reflections. The, The personal statement, and this doesn't have to be in the exact order. It doesn't have to be in this exact order, except obviously conclusions usually go at the end. But the anatomy of a personal statement, according to me, at least according to me, is you have a seed, you reflect on that seed. 
You have a watering event, <clears throat> right? Sticking with the pun of planting a seed, watering the seed, it grows into this beautiful tree um, or a rose or whatever um, plant or whatever you, you, you want. <clears throat> you have a watering event. You have something that you have experienced where you are gaining momentum to be able to say, yes, this is what I want. You have more reflection. <clears throat> and then uh, you typically have another watering event and more reflection. And then you have some unique pieces, whether you're non-traditional, some red flags, you have uh, what I kind of started talking about during last application academy was this pivot point, which is kind of new language that that I uh, kind of created. Now it's not in the book. Uh, you have this pivot point where maybe you're a non-traditional student. You have this pivot point of like, oh crap, like I need to go to medical school. Um, you, you tell your story and then you wrap it up with this big, grandiose, very big aspirational, this is why I want to be a doctor. This is what I hope to accomplish as a doctor. So that's the goal of what we're doing today with <clears throat> the personal statement and seeds. So what are common seeds? I want to ask you to go into the chat right now and let me know, what are some common seed or what is a seed for you? Or what do you think is your seed? So personal in illness or injury, right? My seed, I got hurt playing baseball. I hurt my shoulder. I went to a physical therapist. I was like, oh, I want to be a physical therapist. I can help people get back to their sport. All right. So a story of a time you were impacted by a physician. Now, I specifically say physician here, but right, my impact was physical therapy and athletic training, which led me to want to explore physical therapy, uh, family illness or injury, right? Grandma getting sick, grandpa getting cancer, whatever happened there. Friends illness or injury, right? The first three are all the same, but it just depends on who is being impacted and what the point of view is that you have in that world. Parent in healthcare, if you have a parent in healthcare and you don't talk about it, you are not being truthful to your story. I did an application renovation <clears throat> yesterday. It was kind of a weird application renovation that I did yesterday. Uh, I started recording new application renovation videos yesterday for season four. And my fourth one uh, was a student who actually got into medical school. He had applied to be on application renovation, 520 MCAT score, 398 GPA or something, just crazy stats. Didn't get into medical school his first time applying, reapplied, wasn't getting traction, got five interviews. There was big disconnects with what's going on. Um, and so he applied to be on application renovation. I looked at everything, decided to have him on. <clears throat> and then after we said, yes, come on. Here's your, here's a time we'll, we'll schedule for you. Um, he emailed and was like, Hey, Dr. Gray, by the way, I actually just got in. Um, but I'll still come on application renovation if you think it's worthwhile. And so I, I normally would say no, but he had an interesting story in terms of why he didn't get in, even with a 520 and a 398 or whatever it was. <clears throat> and his, his story just, just again, just wasn't there, right? Just not there. And so 
when we're talking about, oh, uh, I, I started to tell that because we recorded the whole thing. I looked at his application. I looked at his personal statement, all that stuff. We stopped the recording. And then I was like, so what are you interested in? Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, my, my brother's a primary care doctor or something. I'm like, your brother's a physician? Like, why am I just learning about this now? I'm like, how, how much older is your brother? And his brother was like eight years older than him. And I'm like, do you not think that had any impact on you? Your exposure to medicine, your kind of thinking about medicine. And he's like, well, I just, I didn't, I didn't think about it. I'm like, then don't hide your truth. Don't hide your truth. <clears throat> um, Moment of helplessness, very, I hear this one a ton. Someone's in a situation where they see someone needing help and they can't do anything about it. And that just sparks something in them, whether you're on an airplane, you're at work, uh, wherever. Um, or is it something else? So <clears throat> let's look at some of these answers here. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and then I'm going to do. Uh, let's do that, and then that. So you can uh, you might not be able to see that, can you? It's pretty small. Oh, there we go. Um, all right. So <clears throat> sorry, I have a frog in my throat today. Two Dr. Ryan's. Oh, that's his twin. <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. Personal injury, personal illness, family illness, family member, illness, family member. Right. So you see this parents in the profession, great sister, family, being in the hospital as a child. Right. So I'd assume personal injury, personal illness, a family, personal injury, family illness. So you see all this and you're like, oh, crap. Like, I'm not unique. I'm not special. Right. So Dania performing CPR on someone, Dania, former flight attendant, I'm assuming, but potentially like you're, you're 35,000 feet in the air going, okay, we're doing CPR. There's no one else around to help. That's that feeling of helplessness. I, I know several people who are on this path uh, to become physicians because of something that happened on a plane that they were not able to do. They were not able to help. Um, illness, illness both parents in healthcare, healthcare could not find a job other than one in the hospital. Eh, I'd love to challenge you on that one. Personal illness, family members, sickness. Look at this. So you can see a book, Mila, we should talk about that. Um, right. I want to be a doctor because I watched Grey's Anatomy. Uh, patient hurt, not being able to do anything. So who was the patient? Where were you in this situation, Christian? Were you already in a healthcare setting or seeing someone hurt and not being able to do something about it? Or were you in a healthcare setting already? Can you have two seeds? Not typically, at least not the way that I think about seeds. Uh, interpreting for parents. Uh, translating is, is the incorrect word. I, I love correcting people now that I learned about it, interpreting for parents. So translating is taking written word and converting it to another language, uh, interpreting, taking spoken word and interpreting it. <clears throat> uh, not on your plane. Oh, that's good. All right. Career fair in the fourth grade. Eh. Living in a war zone. Eh. We'll dig into that a little bit more. L&D nurse. Yep, yep, yep. There you go. So lots of good stuff there. <clears throat> 
So you all have that kind of idea. All right. So we are uh, we are going to keep going here. Was that helpful to be able to see the chat like that as I'm reading it? I don't know. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Good. All right. Uh, I'll, make a, I'll make another view there so we can have the chat as well. All right. So let me put that there. Um, <clears throat> lots of different options for seeds. At the end of the day, what I want you to understand is that your seed is not this bang on the head moment of like, oh my gosh, I need to be a doctor, right? That's not what this is about. The seed is I was exposed to something. I experienced something. I got a little dopamine hit and I want to explore that feeling, right? This is interesting to me. You like zoom mode here? This is interesting to me. I think I want to explore it more. Your seed is not, I knew right then and there I wanted to be a doctor. I want you to remember that. That is not the goal of this process. Okay. All right. Got it. I'm on my, on my, on my own like production studio here. <laughs> Whatever. Um, all right. So back to this. All right. So let's talk about seeds to avoid. And some of you had maybe a little bit of that there. Liking science does not mean you have to be a physician. Do not write about loving science. I don't know what it is about pre-meds that think they just have to. It's like this, this impulse. Like, I just need to make sure you know I love science. I just, I just want to make sure. just want to make sure that you know that I know that I like science. Just, just want to make sure. Like in the conclusion, uh, by the way, just in case I haven't mentioned it yet, I really have a passion for learning about the human body. Literally, my day yesterday doing application renovation was pointing out all of these times where students were like, I like science. Just want to let you know, I like science. No, don't, don't talk about that. All right. Uh, super, super cliche. Uh, no, slides, slides will go up with the, uh, with the recordings. So you don't have to remember. Um, a lot of people want to talk about helping people. A lot of people will write about the culture that they were raised in and will will focus on um, will will focus on that culture leading to wanting to explore medicine. No, that is not the goal of this, okay? The goal of this is to talk about why you want to be a physician, not how you want to help people. I tell this story all the time. It, it just, it, it's been many years since this happened, but I got into an Uber. I was at a conference in Orlando. I got into an Uber to go to the grocery stores to, to get some food for the hotel room. And I asked the Uber driver how he was doing. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm out here. I'm driving around. I'm helping people. And it just stuck with me, right? Good humans help people. Doctors aren't the only ones that help people. Okay. So don't write about that. It's not logical. Research, research, research. How many of you are out there? I love research. Therefore, I want to be a doctor. Okay. 
research does not lead to wanting to be a physician. You can love research and have all of these other experiences that logically make sense for me as someone reviewing a personal statement, talking to you, et cetera, that help me understand why you want to be a physician. Okay, Very, very different things there. So, all right, let's keep going. One of the biggest fears that you all have is that your seed is not unique. You are afraid of your seed being cliche. If we go back to this and look at this, you can see, right? Uh, family illness, family member illness, family member this, family this, personal injury, personal illness, common, right? Seeds are common. That is okay. Common is not cliche. So I want you to just completely throw that out. Yes, you can be cliche in your personal statement. If you talk about liking science, if you talk about how you want to be a good person, if you talk about just loving research, those are cliche because they're not stories that you can back up with experiences. They're just things that you like and buzzwords to throw out there. Okay. So don't worry about being cliche. Wow. That's weird. Let me see if I can zoom this back out. I have a, a mouse wheel that if I, um, has different settings and <laughs> I have it set on a setting now where there's like no resistance and it'll just, it'll just fly if I flick it. So anyway, I fixed it. Here we go. All right. <sighs> why, 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 why? So let's talk about, you like my face there too? I can put my face on here. Let me see watch. Ready? Hello. <laughs> um, I love this software. I, I don't play with it enough, uh, but I can I can like make myself here and throw myself in the corner up here. There we go. Hello. <laughs> um, so the reflection. So after we have this story about the experience, what happened? How did it make you feel? What was it about that experience that made you go, hmm, that's interesting. I think I want to explore medicine. That's your reflection that says, this is the thing that made me go, hmm, this is interesting. And I wanted to explore medicine. Help the reader understand this journey that you've been on. Help them understand what it was that you just experienced that led you to want to be a physician. There are hundreds and thousands, uh, hundreds of thousands, not hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people out there who are living their life not as physicians who have had identical experiences to you, personal injury, personal illness, family injury, family illness, who don't go on to become physicians for whatever reason. So what was it about your experience? that led you to go, 
hmm, this is interesting. I think I want to explore healthcare. Whether that's being a nurse, a psychologist, a dentist, a physical therapist like me, whatever that is, that's your seed and your reflection. Every time I'm reading a personal statement, I think to myself, why am I reading this? What is the importance of this? Unless you tell me the reflection, then I don't know why I'm reading it. Too many students leave this kind of haphazard, like, oh, you'll get it. You'll understand. I'll tell you in three paragraphs. No. Seed, reflection. Watering, reflection. Watering, reflection, conclusion. Right? Whatever order you want that in, the reflections need to be tied up there. Okay? A lot of times, students in their reflection will say, this experience taught me. In this experience, I learned. That's not the goal of the reflection. It's not the goal of the personal statement. Too many students try to write the personal statement as a, I understand everything about medicine essay. And that's not the goal of this process. The goal of this process is to talk about why you want to be a physician. Why do you want to be a physician? Not um, what you've learned, not the second bullet here about what skills you have, and not uh, anything else. Why did it continue to motivate you? Sorry that me got thrown down to the next line there. Emotions, feelings. Okay. As I mentioned a minute ago, right? My seed is I wanted to be a physical therapist or I wanted to explore physical therapy. So in high school, I shadowed a physical therapist and I realized I didn't really like it. So I dissected a cat in my high school senior biology class and I said, Oh, I like this. I love cutting things open, seeing things, how they fit together. I want to do this. So I took my kind of physical therapy, put people back together in a physical therapy way. I merged it with, I want to cut people open for a living uh, and, and uh, get away with it <laughs> and marry the two. I want to be an orthopedic surgeon, right? That was my grandiose idea going into all of this. So some of you, it may go into PA and P. Uh, nurse, PT, dentist, whatever it is, it's just something in and around healthcare, typically. So what if you don't have a seed? How many of you don't think you have a seed? Me and I'm concerned. Ariel. Come on, say hello. I'm so sorry. I'm in the dark. <laughs> That's okay. I can turn on my light. In the dark, literally and figuratively. No, literally, I'm, I'm concerned. So I know <laughs> you can ease my brain. That would be amazing right now. Okay. So uh, let me, let's switch back here. And where are you? Why can't I find you? Oh, there you are. Got it. Okay. okay. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right. 
So what do you think your seed potentially could be? So, I mean, I have no family in healthcare, like at all, no nurses. I'm not asking you, what is it not? What do you think it could be? Okay. So, um, I think that, um, I was in the FBI Youth Academy and I kind of thought that was the trajectory of like what I wanted my career to be. And I very quickly FBI Youth Academy? Yes. So How I was old were you during this time? I want to say I was like 16. 16. Okay. Yes. It was in high school. Um, okay. And so very quickly found out that it wasn't um, what I wanted to do. And my mom suggested nursing and I just started reading books and books and tried to get myself into any experience that could potentially show me what I wanted to do in medicine. Mm -hmm. So, um, why did your mom just randomly go, Hey, screw the FBI. That's not for you. Go, go check out (laughs) nursing. Um, she thought that I had the type of personality that would be able to like make it through. Like I was very tough and she's like, I think that you could resonate with patients and also like, but why, why would your mom know this? What does she know about nursing? Oh, um, nothing, but <laughs> I try and listen to my mom. So, <laughs> <laughs> Parents, what do they know? Uh, um, okay. So just randomly one day, your mom, who's not involved in healthcare, doesn't know anything about nursing, nursing is like, Ariel, listen to me. You should be a nurse. Yes. And uh, you just Does described my sense? mom. <laughs> no, no, you but you just described my mom. So I mean, like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you you go back and you ask more questions right? to my you, mom. To your mom, yes, and say, "Mom, why are you loco? <laughs> why did you explain this to me? Or like, ex- explain why you went down this path with me? What was it? What did you learn about it? Why did you make this suggestion to me?" Try to dig deeper there. Okay. Okay. And I tried. My mom is. Wait, I feel like you just gave me an impossible task because my mom does not (laughs) talk about that stuff. And I'm being so serious. Like, okay. And then what is she? What if she says like, Ariel, because I thought you were tough. That's it. Period. Like, then where do I go? How how would your mom say that? Say it in like her accent and everything. How would she say? (laughs) (laughs) Ariel, because that's just what I think. Like, Ariel, I Ariel, por qué? <laughs> like, <laughs> claro yeah. que sí. Um, yeah, no, it's like, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you got to keep digging. Because the the story behind, I wanted to be a doctor because one day my mom said to be a nurse. And so I explored and I decided to be a doctor. Like, it's not a strong story. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. So do some more digging there. Keep asking questions. Keep exploring. Keep thinking about was like during that time when my mom um, made that comment, did I have a cousin in the hospital that maybe I don't remember at this point? No. Yeah. Keep digging. Okay, I will. Okay. That's hard. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. 
But what an know. awful seed, right? Like what an awful way. It's not, to it's like- not awful. And, and and we can work with it if that's all we got to work with. But it makes things just a lot harder because it's not super logical. I'm sorry. People people were trying yes, to like they love show. dogs. Yes. Yeah. What's your dog's dog. name? Twix. <laughs> Left or right? I'm sorry. Come on, left or right? I'm a, do, not, I'm do you not know about the Twix War? No. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm Google. a pre-man. I'm busy. <laughs> Google. Twigs or Twix, like the candy? Twix. Twix, like candy. Because yeah. I had a dog left named Oreo. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Double stuff? Mega stuff? I'll say double stuff because she's really nice. Screw skinny. <laughs> skinny Oreos are terrible. Uh, all right. Uh, who else wants to come on and, and chat about seeds? Who else has a mom that completely blindsided them? Besha, hello. Hello. Well, <laughs> mom that completely blindsided me, not necessarily a story, but I think my seed, I'm kind of curious because I feel like one leads into another. Um, so my mom growing up was a nurse who became a meth addict when I was very young. Um, and then my parents went through a divorce um, and my dad's a physician. And so during the physician or during the divorce, I ended up spending more time in his outpatient clinic because my mom wasn't present um, to take care of us. So I spent a lot of time in his office just around the environment there. Um, and that's kind of like the two seats that I have, but one leads into the other one. Um, so I knew you said you shouldn't have two which, seeds. Which one are, well, those aren't two seeds. That's all just kind of one mushed seed. Um, okay. Which one are you saying is the first seed? The fact that your mom's a nurse or that she became an addict? Um, the addict. That was okay. the first thing that I remember. Okay. But here's the thing. Do you remember physicians treating her and helping her going, oh my gosh, this is helping our family. This is helping my mom. That's amazing. Yeah, or do you just yeah. remember the fact that she was an addict? No, I remember the fact she was an addict. And then like we would go visit her in rehab. Um, and so like we would go and see those processes. And then we <laughs> also met with her with like therapists and whatnot. Um, so there was a whole healthcare team involved in her treatment. Yeah. Not that yeah, I, 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 I think it's safe to to kind of mush those together and potentially talk about both of those together. Okay. The fact okay. that that you obviously had a ton of exposure because of your dad being a physician is is very easy. And then I wanted to go into PT for a while because I was scared to go into med school. So that oh, pivot point can be later, but so. yeah, potentially. But again, that logic doesn't make sense. Of like, I saw my mom who was an addict. My dad's a physician. I'll be a PT. Right. Well, exercise was my way of like dealing with life. Um, so okay. I was like an exercise and wellness major. Yeah. Um, so that's there kind of why it led into PT. Write it, write all of that out. Okay. I can definitely yeah. do that. Definitely. Good job. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Who else? Raise your hand. We'll get a cue. We'll, we'll keep coming into these. Christine. All right. I have a question first. Yep. Um, what is the software you're using for, um, <laughs> are you a Mac or windows person? I'm a Mac person. I actually work in IT. So I, um, good job. I'm always job. making suggestions for things. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, it's called Ecamm Live. Okay. And then I, awesome. I have a, a stream deck. I don't know if I can hold it up. This thing that <laughs> I, I, I push buttons and it, it makes things happen. 
Nice. So I can do this and go, hello. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry. A little side That's note. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, so the one I wrote down in the comments was that I, um, in the fourth grade, we had a career fair and I spent all of the whole day watching surgery because I didn't care about anything else. And I just thought this was so cool. I want to keep watching this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like kind of what planted the idea in my head. And it wasn't until like, it didn't seem like a possibility until, um, I guess my senior year of college when I didn't have other things going on. Um, I had chronic migraines for a decade. And so when I didn't have chronic migraines, I felt like it was possible. Okay. So I'm very interested in your chronic migraines as, as a big part of your motivation. Yeah. I like, I feel like that it, that made me want to do it more. I would bet, especially not obviously not having the chronic migraines, but I'm assuming hopefully being healed from having chronic migraines. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Go for it. Cool. Good job. Yash. Hi, Dr. Gay. It's Yash. Yash. Yash like Josh. There we go. Yash like Josh. I'll remember that. We had a a Hallie like Callie last, last cohort. Perfect. Um, okay, so so I started writing my personal statement like last week. Um, like I I think I'm like one or two paragraphs deep. Um, yeah. but my seed is like when my mom passed away from breast cancer, uh, when I was 15. So I just like mainly I'm just asking like like in my head this is like the structure of it. Like, uh, I'm well, gonna, like, I, I I don't want to talk about structure. I want to talk to people who don't are struggling to find their seeds. You have a very okay. solid seed. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I joined a little late. I thought we were no, just, no, I that's, that's I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Where, yeah, I I want to talk to people who are struggling to find their seed so we can pick it apart. We'll 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 have plenty of time, stock structure, and all that stuff. Okay, um, no worries. Thank yeah. you. Um, don't uh, don't go too far because we'll we'll do Q and A at the end if you want to talk about structure. Um, we'll we'll get in there. Michelle, hello, it's me again. Hello. Hi. Um. So I'm struggling figuring out which one's my like OG seed. I think I have two, but I shouldn't have two. The OG. So, <laughs> so um, the first one that I'm thinking about is a family illness. My dad had a stroke. I was there with him in the emergency room. I talked to the ER physician. There's a whole moment there. How old were you? I was 20. Okay. Everyone give me ages of this stuff. Cause that really, okay. really makes a huge impact. Okay. I was 20 at that time. Okay. And what um, were you doing at that point? Um, I was in the, sorry, can you hear the lawnmower in the background? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, so I was there when my dad was having a stroke, um, in our house, he was in the dining room and he had the whole like one-sided facial weakness and all that stuff. And no. I followed um, them to the emergency room. No, and... no, no, but but not literally what you're doing. What are you doing with your life? Were you in college? What what were you doing at that point? I was in college. I wasn't a student yet. What? I was. I was just taking random prereqs in community college. I didn't know what I was wanting to do okay. yet. So you yeah. were aimless at that point. Pretty much. <laughs> you were a big ball of clay ready to be molded. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Okay. So unfortunately, this event is there potentially molding you. Yes. 
Um, so, um, there was a lot of, you know, confusion, worry. And then the, the, the physician showed me, you know, his CT scans and his MRI. And he was, he was talking to me about his interpretations and like the findings. And he even showed me the pictures. And I, I didn't even know that, like, and he was telling me the plan of where he was going next. And he was like, I was going to talk to neuro, um, neuro guy, whatever. And I didn't even know about neurosurgery specialty at that time, but I was just more so impacted by the way that he sort of comforted me and my family of like explaining Mm -hmm. to us, like what was going on. That's your seed. What's what's your question? So the other thing was I had a lot of doctor's appointments when I was a kid too. And I did, and I was around 11 years old. Okay. Um, I did think that being a doctor was cool because I had surgery when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I never pursued or had interest in medicine when I was a kid though, because I have a disability and I just thought that was never like a career for me. Done. Got it. That's your seed. And then you had imposter syndrome, which potentially fits in your personal statement as well. Okay. And then, and then the pivot point is your dad having a stroke. Jennifer's got this down. Jennifer, Jennifer, having been in the cohort last time, knows knows this game right your seed is you as a child going hmm this is interesting you have imposter syndrome you try to kind of brush that interesting dopamine inducing passion aside you're aimless shocker going into college not knowing what you Mm -hmm. want to do because what you really want to do is go to medical school but you've told yourself you can't do it for one reason or another your dad has a stroke. Screw this. I have to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Okay. That's your story. Cool. What I hope is that you guys will see that basically all I'm forcing you to do is tell your truth. There's not some secret here that's like, here's how you have to talk about everything. It's no, just tell the truth about what happened to you in your journey. Right. Tell the truth. That's all. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, So no, and the seed is not the pivot point. Usually there's something that kind of planted the seed and you ignore it for a while and you're like, oh, crap, I got to go back. (sighs) Note to self, timestamp this. Yes, there are no secrets. There are no secrets. I'm not that bright of a person to have secrets. I'm like, this is just, it's just super easy stuff. I just apparently have learned to talk about it. Andrew, hello. We'll do a couple more. Hi, Dr. Gray. How's it going? It's going. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, So I'm kind of like a little bit shaky about my seed or just not sure if it works out just because it's kind of similar to yours in a sense of, Athletic training and PT was kind of the path I wanted to go, except I don't really have an injury. So like, I don't want to fabricate a story about a fake injury. That yes, didn't happen. No, no fabrication here. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it was more like, I mean, I used to play a lot of basketball in high school. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, everyone that kind of played a sport in high school always thought that they were going to go to the big leagues. But obviously, of course. That, yeah, but 
kind of when that <laughs> realization happened that it's not gonna happen. <laughs> oh, um, I'm really not that good. Okay. Yeah, I'm really not that good. <laughs> and I'm five eight, but uh, it kind of mom was, and dad. Yeah, really. But okay. it kind of changed it to like if I can't go pro, why can't I help people like elevate their game to go pro in a sense of athletic training and stuff like that? So that's kind of yeah. when I started um, okay. exploring that field. Okay. Um, when when was your first is, exploration? What did you yeah. what did you do to explore that? Um, sorry, athletic training. Yeah, yeah, that was. But I guess my question is, how do no, I? I'm, I'm asking you, what? When oh, did you explore that? Because I wanted to help athletes. Just, no, not why. When? Oh, when? Sorry. Um, it was a bit in senior year of high school, and then as well in. What did you do? Uh, taped up athletes, helped them run their. Um, rehab protocols. Uh, okay, so you you literally got in and were basically a little mini athletic trainer. Yeah, because you were like, "This is cool." Maybe you saw the athletic trainer doing it to you, taping up your ankles before games, taping up friends. The star athlete goes down with a sprained ankle and all that stuff. You go, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Athletic training. So you go and explore that. Okay, got it. Yeah, and so I guess. This is where I get kind of like shaky about my story, just because I know I, I read your personal statement book and you talk about uh, not like bringing up negativity um, in a personal statement. Yep. But how do you talk about that translation from athletic training to medicine without kind of like saying, without kind of like talking about this is not why I wanted to do athletic training. This is why I wanted to do medicine. You know, I'm like, what I'm trying it's to very get easy. At. You just talk about why you want to be a doctor, not why you don't want to be an athletic trainer. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's it's very easy. You just don't don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's easy. Get- yeah. So your story is going to lead to athletic training, and then you'll have uh, whether you want to call it a pivot point or just a switch where you're like, nope, I actually want to go to medical school and be a physician. Yeah. So you just got to tell that story. So just focus more on that. I wouldn't say yeah. more on that, but you're going to have to have a part because it's yeah. your truth to go to athletic training first, and then from there. Could I uh, talk about that pivot point with you right now? Or should I save that for next session? Uh, let's save it. Let's get to a couple okay. more seats. Thank you very much for your input. Yeah, you're welcome. See ya. Muted. There you go. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. So um, when you read my comment, you were like, ah, it was... Um, uh, living in a war zone. Yeah. Let's so, talk about that. I was like, wow, that's not good. <laughs> I, I was a little shocked. Yeah. Uh, so but, so how many people lived in a war zone with you? Lots of people. A lot of people, yeah. I bet you not all of them want to go on and be doctors. Yeah, but I think... So uh, it's it's not living in a war zone. It was something more specifically that you experienced while you were living in a war zone. Okay. Yes, that's right. And it's, okay. there isn't like one event that led me to, to making right. this decision. It was like kind of process. Like that's why whole... we have seed watering, watering. Cause it's a process. Yeah. But I don't know like the seed exactly. Cause it's okay. like, let's talk about it. So, what do you think it is? So I think just like when I was a child, I lived through like, um, a lot of like trauma and 
lack of access to healthcare. Um, we didn't have like any like or uh, we didn't have like a quality healthcare. Uh, I like my so, mom. So I'll stop you. A lot of students go to this as kind of a default. Here, I want to be a doctor because I lacked healthcare. Mm-hmm. That to me. And again, this is my personal opinion, having read thousands of personal statements at this point, doesn't make a logical connection. Number one, because you're seeking health care. So something already happened for you to be seeking health care in the first place. And yes, the outcome of that seeking health care was a lack of health care. But something happened in this whole process for you to, to be exposed to medicine in some way. To me, it's not logical to go, oh, there are inequalities in the world. Therefore, I want to be a doctor. Well, I think it's my mom had a bad vision like her entire life. And okay. I, when I was a child, I went with her like to all of her appointments. I saw her struggle. There wasn't okay. like. So stop, stop her. right there. Stop right there. Do you see what just happened? Everyone watching and listening. Do you see what just happened? What just happened with you, Sia? Uh, I kind of realized what was it like? You told your truth, (laughs) right? So, so typically what happens is, is especially for like, obviously big traumatic thing, like being in a war zone, a lot of times either one that's just so traumatic. And so everything else just kind of drowns out. Right. So mm-hmm. that, that, that's one thing, or you go writing about being in a war zone is definitely cooler than anything else. So I'm going to write about that because they're going to be interested in that and think, Oh, this is amazing. I want to talk to this person because that's different. That's unique, but, but it's so vague, right? It's just, it's too big to understand. Being a child with a parent with bad vision and going to doctor's appointments, that's super specific. I can see that. Pardon the bad pun. <laughs> I can feel that, right? I can understand that as a reviewer. Okay. But also, I think it wasn't just that. It was like... Well, of course, like, it's not just that. Okay. But, so can but I that's write your, about something else? Why would you like, write about something else? That? Well, yeah, but remember, we're just talking about one small part of your personal statement right now, just mm-hmm. the seed, right? And then we're going to talk about watering the seed. And obviously, part of your motivation is going to be healthcare access because of your experience with your mom and everything that she went through and being in a war zone and having lack of access to healthcare impinging on or impeding her ability to get quality healthcare. That's obviously, those are confounding factors in everything Mm -hmm. that are driving your motivations kind of outside of just wanting to be a physician, but driving into kind of potentially what you want to do as a physician, but your seed, at least the way that I talk about it is your mom had bad vision and you obviously remember going to doctor's appointments with her and, and the emotions behind that and everything that came out from that. Okay. So should I focus on that as like my main seed? There's only one seed. Okay. Only one. 
solamente uno. Okay. So okay. just focus on that then. Focus on that as the seed. Again, it's still just one part of your personal statement. We're going to have plenty of opportunities when we talk about watering the seed next week. Okay. 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 Um, Thank you. To the, to the question, Alexandra, does your seed have to be your intro paragraph? No, it does not. It does not have to be your intro. It does not have to go in chronological seed, watering, watering. It can be a cool watering followed by a, let me rewind and tell you my seed. Doesn't doesn't have to be in order. All right, Camilla, let's do one more and then we'll finish the slides. Uh, I have a couple of examples and then we'll uh, we'll do more Q&A. Okay. You got me for another hour. Okay, perfect. Um, so I had a question about mushing the seeds together. Yeah, let's mush. Okay. Um, how does one mush? <laughs> how do you, do you introduce sort of one, the one that came first and then the second one or the more impactful one? And then Well, let's, let's talk about what you think are the two seeds that you want to mush together. So for me, it would be, um, I would, I always went to doctor's appointments with my grandma and I translated mostly the whole interpreted, part, interpreted, the <laughs> most the conversation and obviously left the medical terminology like to Google, yep. um, but yeah. to okay. my best of my abilities, that was sort of a big um, eye opener. Okay. Uh, How old were you? Uh, I mean, it went from translating simple documents. I could have been like 10 to okay. like, you know, right now, <laughs> okay. um, but definitely has been like, and, and what was going on with your grandmother, big stuff, little stuff, No, little stuff. Yeah. Okay. Nothing major. That's why I'm sort of feeling like I need to mush multiple seeds because okay. I, I want you, I want you to stop that feeling right there. Right. What you just said, I have a feeling that I need to mush multiple seeds together. That's your insecurity about your seed going. It's not good enough. It's not fancy enough. It's not unique enough. It's not, wow, jazz hands, right? Mm -hmm. But it's yeah. your truth. Yeah, okay. Don't yeah, run away like, from I mean, your truth. That's sort of what, but I don't, is, is that a seed? <laughs> is, is that? A of course that's a seed. Okay. Yeah. But you're going to talk about the emotions behind it. What did you experience? What did you see? What did you feel? Yeah, I mean, it's true. I, I felt more excited when we would go to the doctor's office instead of translating like her phone bills or stuff like that. So would that be sort of a seed? Well, no, you just told me your seed was going to the doctor's office yeah. and interpreting for her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I need to get more confident about that. I need to yes. start writing it. <laughs> <laughs> can start writing it. Yes. All right. All right. Um, let's rock and roll. Um, all right. Let's go back to this um, and we will come here. So I have a couple of examples that I, I want to work through. So I want you to read this. We'll, we'll do some, I'll, I'll remove me. I guess we don't need me here. Uh, blah, 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 da, da. Nope, not that one. Where is it? That one? There we go. Um, so read this and let me know what you think. Okay, so Elise says, I can't kind of can't tell why this person wants to be a physician at all. Okay, what else? Uh, all right, 
So Katie, first thing I noticed was that we're hearing almost only about others and not at all about the writer. Okay. I think her introduction is too much. I'm almost done. And this is a lot of fluff, right? A lot of fluff. Um, more describing things, not the why, verbose. Got lost. Yeah. What's the point? What's the point? Is this a healthcare trip? Is this just a volunteer trip? Is this, I don't know. But what she did get across, what she did get across is, um, where was it? Right. These people had nowhere to turn because they were now, quote, untouchables. I was shattered. Aha, let me tell you how amazing I am. Growing up as a South Asian, I was always taught that dignity is defined by humility and looking beyond oneself to help those who cannot help themselves. Right? The sales pitch has started. Right? So this is not a great seed. It's not really talking about medicine, not really talking about what it was about this as a seed and, and helping this person understand why they wanted to go explore medicine other than from a culture standpoint, remember I talked about culture, culture and service, a culture of service, or in this person's case, a culture of dignity uh, and humility and uh, helping others who cannot help themselves. Like that is not a reason to just throw out there and be like, hey, like, just so you know, you should accept me because I'm amazing. My parents taught me well. Okay. And, and then, right, previous experiences I had in college had begun to shed light on the importance of holism in medicine. Who cares about holism in medicine? I don't care about that. I, I want to know why you want to be a doctor, right? When you try to be all high and mighty in your personal statement and in your interviews and in your activity descriptions about, I know the importance of holi holism in medicine, I want you to be hyperbolic with it and go, I understand the importance of holism in medicine more than everyone else. Is that the truth? Can you quantify that? No, you can't. Okay. So not the best example. Would you agree? All right. We'll have plenty of opportunities to see good examples as you guys turn them in because you guys will be awesome at this. All right. Here's another one. What do we think here? Do you want to be a swimmer or a doctor? Really, Malky? That's your takeaway here? Dania, much better. I like it. I like this one. Malky, come, come, unmute yourself if you can. I, I want to explore this. Hi. Hi. Uh, the reason why I thought that is because right away, like the first thing I saw when I started reading was just everything about swimming and how mm -hmm. much like the person wanted mm -hmm. to be a swimmer. I exactly. mean, something happened to them and yep. that's very sad, but bringing, I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't seem, it seems like, okay, that's my number one choice, but because I can't do that, I'll just like, you know, be a doctor for this and that reason. That's Well, just you're, you're kind of glossing over the, this and that, 
right? This and that is very clear of I was hurt. I couldn't do something I enjoyed. This orthopedic surgeon fixed me. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. That is true. Yep. This is a good seed. Okay. You think maybe it could be like more balanced then, like including more, like it's a good seed, but the way it's, like you say, it's all in the way that you tell it. Mm -hmm. So could it have more of how it impacted him and his journey into medicine, just like a tiny bit more and still includes swimming, but just maybe more of other things as well? Other things like what? Just like more of an emphasis on the medicine. But see, here's here's where you're like trying to force this thought of like, it has to be all about medicine. If it doesn't talk about medicine, 93.2% of the time, it's not a good personal statement. Okay. This is this student's truth. This student's truth is they were obviously a very passionate swimmer, whether they were competitive or not or whatever right? They were a passionate swimmer. I was a passionate baseball player. This person got hurt. I got hurt. Somebody helped this person. Somebody helped me. They had a realization. This is really cool. I asked this question. I realized if medicine could have such an impact on me, right? Could have uh, such a considerable impact on me. Could it potentially impact others too? It motivated me to start exploring a career in medicine. Okay. It does its job. I understand why this person explored medicine. Okay. And it's written well and it's interesting. Okay. Another one. Dr. Gray, I can't see your screen anymore. I don't know if like you're like the main person. Can other people see? Just go go find my go find me in the uh, like gallery and then pin me. Yeah, it just came back. Okay, I can do that if you want. I'll just force it on all of you. <clears throat> okay, what do we think about this one? Telling, not showing, definitely, right? The, the, the writing style, very different here compared to the last one, right? What's easier to read, the last one or this one? This one. Interesting. Interesting. I would a thousand percent disagree. You're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> um, obviously, it's going to be subjective. Right. The second one, in my mind, is much easier to read because it's a story. As a human, I can connect with the feelings, the emotions, the the person, and we'll get into a little bit more later. The the showing, not telling, um, behind how to get your point across. This is very much like boom, 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 boom. This, 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 this. Okay. Yeah. Right. JP, it feels rushed. It's a good way to say it. 
And yeah, this one's very sad. And because of that, you can tell that it's very uh, emotional and very impactful for this person. So the, the interest in medicine makes sense, right? This experience as an adolescent awakened my first interest in medicine. They try to be a little bit fancy with some words here. Her change in her countenance, like, I don't even know what that word means. I don't know. Remember, I'm a dum-dum. The more that you can, you can talk to dum-dums in your, in your personal statement, in your activity section, in your interviewing, just don't be fancy. Like, I don't know what a change in her countenance means. I would have to Google that. Okay? I went to medical school. Like, I treated patients. I have no idea what that means. Okay? So... The idea is okay here, but it just needs to be written a little bit better so that I can understand a little bit more. I can connect a little bit more. It flows a little bit more. Countenance equals face, according to Rachel, who's a, uh, a vocabulary expert. We're a good balance. She knows lots of words. I don't know lots of words. <laughs> All right. Um, so could be better. Could be worse. Not terrible. So let's jump in uh, and we'll get back to some hands and we'll do more Q&A. So in general, right? I ended that pretty abruptly. In general, what we talked about today, the biggest thing I want you to take away from it is the seed is the first kind of exposure to healthcare in some way that is your truth. And not placing judgment on that truth, like whoever it was just a minute ago was like, well, that like translating from my grandmother is not good enough. So how can I add some other things and mush them together to, to make it better, right? Don't place judgment on your truth. Unless I say it's bad, then, then it's okay. I'm allowed to judge. <laughs> um, all right, Laura. And we're going to, as we continue on, lots more questions. On Friday, we'll start to dive in. You guys will submit some of your seeds written out so that we can read them and talk about them just like we did these examples. And we'll get there. Uh, Nicholas says, I'm so tempted to put my story in chronological order. You can. You don't have, you don't have, like, there's no right here. There's no right or wrong. All right. Laura, hello. Hi. Um, okay. So I think a part of my like issue is that I've just hadn't thought of it this way. Um, because like the big moment for me, like of deciding to be a physician, which now is the turning point, I believe, um, was like my dad being diagnosed with cancer. Um, but my first exposure to medicine was, well, my first exposure was as a child, I have a lazy eye. So I was like always at the optometrist. But like when I really got interested in the medical field, I feel like was getting injured in high school as an athlete and going to the physical therapist, which led me to physical therapy. So I feel like that's more my seed. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. So, so the question that I want you to ask yourself is when did you first have exposure to something in and around healthcare that made you go, hmm, this is interesting. I think I want to explore it. Okay, the injuries. That's the answer, right? Okay. Just because what happened to you earlier happened doesn't necessarily mean 
that's my seed because it didn't lead you to go like, oh, my optometrist is taking care of me. What if I can do this for other people? Yeah, no, not really. Right? And that's where I go back to all the time. There are lots of people who have been in your situation, whether for you, it's optometry, for someone else, war zone, for someone else, whatever, who don't want to go on and become physicians. And so if you're trying to force something without that reflection, then it's not true. It's not your truth. Yeah. I just felt like the cancer diagnosis was more impactful on me actually going down this path. Like when I had the injuries, I went down the physical therapy path and then the cancer yeah, is what that's, led me. that's your seed. And then the okay. cancer diagnosis is your pivot point. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Who's got a question? Same, same, same. Ben, what about having a C, diverting from medicine? So that's where we go back to, if we come back to here, uh, in the anatomy of a personal statement that unique to you pieces, you potentially kind of go off on that path of what led you away and then what brought you back. That's what that is. And we'll get some examples of that. All right. Aiden. Hi, Dr. Gray. My Hello. Eileen. Eileen. Nice to meet you. I'm a huge Hi. fan. This is my first time live with you. So I'm What's excited. up? But you also challenged me and my seed, so I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared. Just so, me. Just you. We're having fun. Um, so my, my comment was that my seed is getting a job at a hospital. So let me clarify. Um, I'm a non-traditional pre-med. I am a career changer. Okay. I studied clinical psychology and I thought I wanted to be a clinical psychologist. Okay. And then, so um, why, why is becoming a clinical psychologist not your seed? So um, I had a temporary job right after graduating from um, school. I Wait, no, no, you, you didn't answer my question. Why is you wanting to be a clinical psychologist? Why isn't that your seed? Because that, uh, I kind of did that because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to study. I just wanted to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and um, where was I going? So that job ended the research job. It was like a temporary position and it was research in, in clinical psychology. Yeah. So it was either okay. find a job or I have to move back home. And I really wanted to stay in San Diego. It's expensive. So I was working at Starbucks, but that's not going to pay the bill. So I needed to find a job uh, by the end of like, I gave myself three months. Otherwise I would have to move back home. So I was applying to a lot of research positions through clinical psychology, and I didn't have enough experience. I could not find a job. The only job that I could find was in the nutrition department at a hospital with my Starbucks experience. It paid really well, 50% with benefits. So I was thinking, oh, I'm going to work in the kitchen. It'll be fine because my whole life, I never wanted to be a doctor ever because I hated needles. And I thought, oh, if you want to be a doctor, <laughs> you have to play with needles. Yeah. And like, I've never, like, I've gone to hospitals, but never came to my mind like, oh, like, I like hospitals or, oh, I want to be a doctor, a nurse or whatever. Yep. So it wasn't it. like I realized my position is actually being upstairs with patients like 80% of the time. And I was like, oh, 
I actually really like this environment. Like, so let me go back to school and do some science courses and then go from there. Because I, you know, I knew I wanted to do something in healthcare, okay. but I didn't know what. Okay. So, so what's your question? That's my story. Oh, yeah, I was just <laughs> clarifying your challenge. Oh, okay. You challenged me. Like, oh, well, because I got a job in a hospital, you didn't think that would be my seed. Well, I don't, I don't think it is your seed. I, I think you're lying to yourself about psychology. So you, ne- you need to... What do you mean? Psychologize yourself about why you don't think that's Im- an important part of your journey. Psychology? Yeah. Did you not remember you went to school to be a clinical psychologist? Nobody yeah. just wakes up one day going, I'm just going to graduate with something. Ah, throw a dart. Clinical psychology. <laughs> Go uh, explore that some more. Okay. Miss psychologist. Um, that is that is the answer. You guys make this so much harder when you lie to yourselves. When when you when you aren't truthful to yourselves, it makes it that much harder. Right. And and obviously again, I I speak very hyperbolically and and um she may truly go, oh, I just picked a random major. But for it to be clinical psychology and now wanting to be a physician, to me, like that's too much of a coincidence. There's something more behind that. That's where I want you guys to explore some more. Malky. Hello again. Hello again. Um, okay, so I've been thinking about this for literally over a year now because <laughs> I started last year with this application academy and then decided to come back this year. Yep. Um, and I literally cannot come up with it. I've come up with the most far-fetched things and realized that's not it. Um, <laughs> I like, was I was abducted by aliens and they showed me advanced medical equipment and I want to be a doctor so I can create that here on earth. Not that much, but, <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking about like being a lifeguard, but that had nothing to do with anything. It's just because I had a pool in my backyard. So, and like my mom kind of made me do it. Um but okay. now, so, after so you're a stop there. Yeah, you're a lifeguard. What? Yeah, but I don't think that has anything to do with it. Well, I don't care if you think. Let let me explore it. Okay, what, I became a lifeguard because. Let me ask you questions. You be shush, shush. Oh, I would love for you to ask me questions. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you become a lifeguard. Yeah. How long did you work as a lifeguard? Um. I don't know. It was more just so like I could watch my siblings. No, I didn't say home. why did you do it? Uh, so, so you became a lifeguard, but you didn't work as a lifeguard. Right. I didn't work. Okay. I didn't get a job. Great. Great. Let's throw that out. Yeah. So you become a lifeguard. You do a little bit of EMT first responder training as a lifeguard. Do you remember any of that? Yeah, I I, I do. That's why when I was thinking back to figure out what is my seed, I was like, oh, what's any experience I can remember that had something to do with medicine or mm-hmm. something like that? Okay. Um, you know, helping people. So learning, learning CPR, time. all that kind of fun stuff. Not super exciting. You're like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll probably well, never. I mean, use it's this. kind of gave me a little bit of an adrenaline rush, but okay, it didn't make me. I don't think it made me, but then after, after the person who just came on, I'm sorry, I, so, I forgot. So, so stop, stop for two seconds. Yeah. 
I don't think it made me what? What were you going to um, say there? You didn't think about going into a, into the medical field. Okay. Or okay. make me want to. Okay. It was more of just so, something so that I just did because I had to do it. Okay. Um, what happened next? Well, that was like when I was really young. So Got it. What happened next? I'm like kind of jumping many years. Yeah. Well, um, I don't mean like what happened the next day. What what happened next in your life that you potentially think led to this? I think so. I didn't think that um, possibly thinking about a career in, let's say, psychology um, mm-hmm. could be a seed. Okay. But I think that possibly might be when I started thinking about it. Okay. Because I went. I went to college thinking that I wanted to go into psychology because why? Because I have I had a, a lot of stuff happen when I was growing up and whatever. Yeah. Um, so I wanted yeah. to help people, especially in the community that I live where there's yeah. a lot of messed up stuff. So you have um, lots of messed up stuff happen to you. And I'm yes, sorry. And I'm sorry watching. that happened. Stop. You have a lot of messed up stuff happen to you. Yes. I'm sorry. And you, I'm assuming because people don't, again, connect like, oh, I have lots of messed up trauma and stuff in my life. I'm going to go be a psychologist. You obviously had to realize what a psychologist is. Did you see a psychologist, a therapist, someone to help you with some of that messed up stuff in your life? So, um, yes. And here's where the problem is. She was horrible. <laughs> and okay, I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah, but you, that's you really what made someone. me want to go into it. Exactly. I don't care that she was horrible. You were out there. You had messed up stuff happen. Right. You go and you try to seek help from a provider, right? We'll just use the general term provider, psychologist, physical therapist, dentist, provider, someone who you are trying to get help from. This plants a seed in your life that there are people out there who help people like me who need help. Yes, your experience with your person who's supposed to be safe for you is bad. And that leads you to go, I'm going to do better. That's your seed. I when we'll talk about kind of how to frame this kind of stuff. I, I want you to focus less on she's terrible. He's terrible, whatever, but yeah. more on not, not more on. <laughs> I want you to focus more on the topic of the Things that happen to you without going too far into it, right? You need to be comfortable talking about whatever you need to talk about, but going and seeking help, what that felt like, needing to seek help and having that realization that you could be that person in the chair and not on the couch. Yeah. So it's a little bit, I mean, I think that's really like the direction I need to go. Um, I think. It's a little bit different because I was forced to go see her. That, I didn't want to see her. That doesn't. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. So, so 
could it be, I, I just want to clarify, could it be that I was, that was like, first I ended up there and then realizing that I needed more help or she wasn't giving me the help. I mean, I'm not going to focus on that, but the fact, like, I wasn't you, like, oh, you, I need help. So let me go find a therapist. You ended up in a situation where another human being was helping you with your situation in a medical way, right? You're fighting me too much on this. I don't know why. You're like, no, 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 no. I, I understand. You're like, I was forced to go. She wasn't helpful. So it can't be my C. You were in a situation where you sought help from another human being in a very, very, very vulnerable way. Did you not? You were in a situation where you were getting help from another human being. I, I want to say yes, but what do you mean you want? The answer is yes. You just told us that's what happened. That you, I was forced to go see somebody. I don't care. That the, no, no. But I didn't want to. I didn't want to be there. I don't care. I didn't want her help. I don't care. You're not listening to me. I'm listening. No, you're not. You're fighting me. You're fighting me. I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm the Doctor Phil of this. Someone said. <laughs> so, and 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 I know. Again, I'm I'm being very hyperbolic, very very uh, over the top, and and thank you for being vulnerable no, with me. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking about why you were there. If you wanted to be there, if you enjoyed it, whatever. I don't. I don't care about how you got there. Or what your mindset is while you were there. You were in a situation where another human being was tasked with trying to help you. That yes or no? Yes. Okay. You left that situation. Apparently, from what you said earlier, thinking, oh my gosh, she's terrible. There's probably some better ways to do this. Let me go explore that. Eventually. Eventually. That's your seed. Okay. It doesn't matter how you got there. It doesn't matter that you liked being there. None of that matters. You were in a situation where another human being was supposed to take care of you, and they didn't. That part we can... Scrub from the personal statement. We don't have to invalidate your experience, but we can scrub it from the personal statement and talk about how it led you to want to explore more. And then at some point, you realized being a psychologist wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. And then we'll we'll figure that part out later. Okay. I feel so much better right now. <laughs> it's been on my head literally for over a year. This is where I said earlier, you make it harder when you lie to yourselves. The truth was staring at the face in your face the whole time. And, and you did say when you first came on, I didn't realize going the psychologist route could be a potential seed. So now you realize that. Like, I oh, thought that okay. was something to steer away from. So nope, not at all. It's your truth. Thank you. It's your truth. You're welcome. Thank you for, for coming on and doing that with me. Well, uh, Katie. 
Hi. Hello. Um, so I had, when everyone was kind of putting their seat in the group, you had said eh, to um, see us. <laughs> I know you guys already kind of talked about that, but yeah. mine kind of felt similar. And so I just wanted to Wait, run which it. Ones was, which one was Sia's? Sia was growing up in a war zone. In the mine, war zone, yeah. That, but just kind of, I think that your criticism would kind of go towards what I had been thinking about for mine, yeah. but I just want to run it past you kind of yeah. um, what I'm thinking, if it's specific to me. Okay. Um, so when I was in eighth grade, I was at the finish line of the Boston Marathon bombing. Mm. Like I was, I was two towns over. Really? Yeah, I was. I was in in Bedford slash Lexington at Hanscom Air Force Base at work. No way! My dad works there. That's so funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was essentially directly across the street from where the second explosion happened, oh. and being twelve years old and literally like if I had chosen a different side of the road, maybe not, I wouldn't be here today facing my own mortality like that was really impactful. Um, and I saw a lot that day that was really hard to process at that age. And so in the weeks following, I kind of, I, I'm a person, I'm very like type a, I like to have control. And it was a situation where I felt very helpless And so I started researching the people who had been injured that day. Yeah, that's that's your seed. Your your seed. Yeah, your your seed is that that is your seed. There's no criticism there. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that that's like specific enough. Um, talking, focusing on what I did later on. Um, Yep. I just wanted to make sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that was a very sad day for Boston, um, for, for everyone who was injured. Um, we had, uh, I lived in Waltham at the time and, and, um, one of the brothers was like loose. They thought they knew him. So like I woke up and it's, there's like a shelter in place order. So like close all the blinds and stay inside and don't go out. It was a weird couple of weeks. Um, all right. Hyun, 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 say that for me. Hoyun. Hoyun. Yeah, I, I go by Tiffany. So. <laughs> Put Tiffany in your Zoom then. Come on. <laughs> oh, I, I do not have that. Oh, I'm oh so that's sorry. okay. That's okay. <laughs> What's well, up? Well, uh, so I t- kind of struggled to find my seeds really because, uh, well, I, I grew up in kind of like take a kind of a role of taking care of the family, like grandparents. And then I moved to the U.S. and then... Uh, well, we'll stop right there. Taking care of your family, why is that not your seed? I, I don't... I don't know if this is strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it would just like, like if my grandparents have a fever and like, um, or like, um, they sick, they water, they food, and just kind of mm. help them with that. Okay. And, and then, uh, and you moved to U.S. and my parents just, just um, actually, my uh, cousin suggested that I become a doctor, and I just go along with it because I just moved. <laughs> I just moved there. It's like the last two years of high school. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I'd be, become one because we don't have a physician in the family. And uh, and then uh, I was international student. I couldn't work. And then I become like, uh, and then later on, I got my paperwork and then I work as a scribe for internal medicine doctor. And it's just, it's kind of click. Okay. So it just, I just like, I just, I just wasn't sure it just it just feel right, but I just wasn't sure if how to if what was my seed. 
Yeah. So I think your seed is is taking care of your grandparents. Um, you just have to explore that a little bit more. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Mila. Hi. Hello. Um. So <laughs> I am a very non-trad pre-med and I have a very long history. Um. And I put a book as my seed and I'm not quite sure if that's, I, I think you maybe have mentioned in previous podcasts how that is not a good thing to use, but that's the first time I can remember. Um, it wasn't my first exposure to healthcare, but it was the first time I remember being like this, you know, is something that I think is really interesting and one of the main characters kind of like resonated with me and made me realize that um, as like a female, I could go into like the science because I come from a very sexist culture. Um, <laughs> and I, I realized I could go into the sciences and, and it made me interested in pathology specifically. Um, of course, Many years down the line, I guess it's imposter syndrome is what I would call it, or mm -hmm. um, also a very conflicted family dynamic. My yep. mom really wanted me to be a physician. Um, <laughs> so I think that pressure and a lot of negative experiences with my family in healthcare um, made me not want to do it and scared to do it. Okay. Um, and so I actually... I went and became a nurse <laughs> as right. if that was going to be easier. Um, <laughs> so I kind of um, resigned to that was my career and I was just going to make, you know, the best of it. And um, some things while I was a nurse made me think I could probably do more. And so I was like, well, I'll maybe go on the NP route or, you know, become a CNA or something. But um, then I had to stop nursing because of my own health. Okay. And um, I think it was really that that made me come back. I guess that would be, I don't know if that'd be my pivot, <laughs> but it made yeah. me come back and be like, um, I, I was looking for something else to do. I couldn't go back to nursing and okay. everything I searched for was just settling for something else until yeah. I had a very real conversation with myself and was like, I need to do what I should have done in the first place. So, <laughs> yeah. So you just answered your own question there. The book? <laughs> uh, no, I need to do what I should have done in the first place. So you need to go back to that first place and explore that. And are you saying that first place is the book? I mean, that was the first time when I look back on it. Um, that was the first time I was like, what is this character, what is her position? She was actually a veterinary pathologist. Um, and I, I had to look up what a pathologist was because I was like in middle school and my dad gave me this book. <laughs> and yeah. that really got me, you know, like I want to go shadow a pathologist, which okay. I wasn't able to do because my high school could only get me into the vet's office. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. E explore it. See how it turns out. Write about it. Keep asking okay questions. Is it okay to write a book? <laughs> I, I I don't think it makes the best story, but if it's that your if that's your truth, I would I would try to explore and ask more questions and see where you can end up. Okay. Re remember, you guys are not going to poop out gold the first time with your draft. Right? 
you're going to go through lots of drafts and iterations of this. So you're not going to get it perfect the first time. Try it. My answer almost always will be as we go more and more into this, try it. See what it feels like to write about it in whatever way you're going to ask me about it. See what that looks like. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Lexi. Hi. Hello. Um, so I'm kind of, I'm like a little bit confused on maybe like what my seed should be. Okay. Um, like medicine was kind of in like the back of my head when I was like, at like end of high school and like beginning of college. And I didn't decide. Why? Um, I think like thinking like logistically through it, it kind of checked all the boxes of what I wanted in a career. And I like explored law a little bit and realized that I didn't like that and it doesn't like tangibly help people. Um, but then, so I decided to be pre-med like my junior year. Of college. <laughs> okay. We, we, we have to, you, you keep fast forwarding. I want you to okay. rewind. What, okay. Again, nobody just wakes up one day and goes, eh, lawyer, doctor, one of those two things. That, that's <laughs> what works, right? Obviously, lawyer, doctor, engineer, both from a cultural standpoint, lots of parents push kids that way. Uh, from a prestige standpoint, we kind of put lawyers and doctors on this pedestal as a culture, as a society. And so kids are like, oh, the doctors are are kind of talked about in this certain way. I want to be talked about in this certain way. Um, so I want you to dig a little bit more. Okay. Why did you wake up one day and go, yeah, they check all the boxes. Yeah, which I will say, like, at first I was kind of considering, like, nursing. Like, I kind of was, like, thinking through all of, like, the different options. Mm -hmm. But something that kind of, like, drew me to it is, like, you like tangibly help people like you can provide some type of like hope and like solution in like the moment yeah and it's kind of just like like i like well, what was your first experience with doctors or um, healthcare i mean i did like one shadowing that i didn't spend like that much time with like the doctor but like one of the points i was thinking of like when you said like a dopamine hit was um i think it was like my junior year i spent a day shadowing an orthopedic surgeon yeah no and that's that, that's your first experience kind of exploring healthcare. Yeah, what, what was that, your first experience with healthcare? what do you mean by like with healthcare? like you as a kid getting treated for something parents getting treated for something family members getting treated for something coming home people are crying grandma died like um, I mean, I didn't have like that many traumatic experiences, I guess maybe like in high school when I got injured in cross country and like, they weren't quite sure like what it was, but okay, I didn't really like grow up going, like I went to like the doctor regularly, but I don't, I can't like imagine like a traumatic situation, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be traumatic. I never said those words. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you guys, you guys try to like grandiose this thing of like, it has to be traumatic. It has to be big. It's a war zone. It's whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. I just want the truth. So you got hurt during, during doing cross country. What do your parents do? My dad's an attorney. So like a lawyer. And then my mom 
was a HR director. Okay. Siblings? So like nobody in my family's in medicine. I have a twin brother. You have a twin brother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your twin brother wanting to do? Like business. Okay. But he's so, still in school. He's kind of just taking his time. Slacker. I know, right? So <laughs> <laughs> he's one in the family. Um, <laughs> you probably took all the blood from the placenta. like. Uh, oh, whatever. absolutely. I was the bigger <laughs> baby. So, you know. <laughs> And I was the one they wanted, right? I was born first, so. Ouch, ouch. Um, uh, you need to explore some more, right? Okay. Again, your dad being an attorney is interesting because that's kind of an elite career field already. And so you're, you're in a situation where it's like, what are other elite career fields, mm-hmm. right? And so doctor just kind of makes sense, but, but sit on it stew in it and i I will say like like i have like an internship with a physician um and she did like hormone replacement therapy for menopausal women Mm -hmm. so like how old was i yeah how old were you like a junior in college but i think that yeah but but you you keep navigating to junior in college because that's when you flipped to pre-med yeah. Well, that's when I started to have like experiences that like reaffirmed that that's what I wanted to do. Reaffirmed the decision that we're trying to get to as your seed. Okay. So explore some more. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Yep. <laughs> See, Dr. Phil would have figured it out. I ain't no Dr. Phil. <sighs> All right. Uh, Chris, hello. Hey. Yeah, so I was just wanted to, um, I don't know, I feel like my my seed, I guess, like, I'm, I'm definitely, like, uh, very well aware of, like, the moments that I feel like I've been watering it and such like that. But for me, um, I mean, I, I really didn't, like, get exposed to, I mean, even, like, healthcare or the health field, per se, until uh, my, like, sophomore year in college. I was... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, soccer player at Berkeley, um, playing for the, for the, for the D one team. And, uh, I like, you know, came from a big family. No big like, deal. No big deal. <laughs> the D one goat. I'm a big man <laughs> on campus. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> no, okay. but, um, uh, but I, uh, you know, and growing up, I never really, you know, had any real, uh, relationship or kind of like ties with like doctors or anything like that. I, I was relatively healthy and parents as well. And, yeah. um, it wasn't until I, I, I mean, I got hurt my sophomore year where I like tore my hamstring and it was like my first major injury. Okay. Um, but it more than anything, um, just made me start to, I guess, like explore, like, you know, or kind of like really think about like, Hey, I, you know, should also have a, um, you know, I, I, sh- I should think about like, like what passions and what other things I really have, I need, you know, I need to back up. I'm not, I'm not really here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so okay. I got into the health field, but like even okay. then, I like didn't really know any the whole pre med route or any of that. I got into Correct. public health, but 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 stop. Yeah, that's that's your seed. Oh, uh, in regard or what 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 part about what I said? You tell me. What's your seed? Uh, is it the? I mean. I don't know for for uh, exploring, trying to explore my passion. What happened? 
when I got hurt? No, you got hurt. That's what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got hurt. Yeah, you got hurt. And um, no, and no, then, not not and then that that's you got hurt. Yeah, you got some treatment. You thought it, you had this realization in your mind that oh my gosh, like the life of an athlete, the career of an athlete isn't <laughs> forever. Right. What else is out there that I could be interested in? I just got hurt. I'm going to go explore some things here. Got it. Got it. So, so even though the, the actual like, you know, steps, um, even though like, uh, I guess like a lot of the other, like, um, you know, follow, like follow through stuff didn't occur till like years later, or even like the idea of like a position. Um, so this, this is where you guys confuse, like seed does not mean you woke up and said, Oh my gosh, I got hurt. I want to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. It's that exploration. And then in your watering events, you'll get to narrow in on confirmation. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, so, so yeah, so I guess I, I, and then, and then, cause I just feel like I, I also have like, uh, uh, a lot of other points down the line. Is it just important to like make, I guess, like how, how much should I be, um, uh, like, sh should I really spend like a, you know, like the whole, like a whole paragraph talking about that specifically or, yeah, that, that's I, I can't answer that. You have to write and try and see how it works. And yeah, yeah. Can you trim? Can do you need to add? That's that's where again, not you're not pooping out gold the first time. So just just write and try. Okay. All right. Got it. Benita. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah, so I for my seat at least. I've been thinking about two different experiences with physicians that really impacted me, but I'm not really sure what my seed is like in that sense. Okay. Like just to dive into it. Um, up until I was like about eight years old, I had this like really bad whooping cough mm -hmm. and my pediatrician, like we went to a new one. He finally figured out what was wrong and like we were able to fix it. And I remember like it really improved my quality of life in that point. Mm -hmm. And then around at the same time, I think around seven or eight, um, I basically was given like, you know, eyeglasses prescription, like I needed glasses. Um, so, you know, from seven to eight and then onwards until even now, like having a relationship with my ophthalmologist and like, you know, being able to get over my fears of wearing glasses, like he was really helpful in that. And like, you know, just like seeing what he does it also really inspired me or like sparked kind of like a medicine interest. So both the pediatrician and the ophthalmologist both gave me that exposure to medicine. And I started doing the watering events like that comes in high school. But I guess I was just confused what my seed, like my one seed should be. Which which one do you think is the truth behind the this is interesting. I think I want to explore medicine. I think it's the pediatrician one. And the only reason why it's a little bit like iffy um, is only because once I had that exposure, then medicine was just in the back of my mind. But then I didn't really consider it as a career until high school. 
Yeah. Which I guess is the definition of seed. That's that's the point. Okay, there so never mind. All right. There yeah. you go. Good okay, job. Thank you. We're getting it. Maritza. Hi, Dr. Gray. Hello. By the way, um, I I think I have an issue with my seed, or I guess I don't know if um, it's good enough, <laughs> like everybody else. But um, so basically, I'm Caribbean. I'm from Haiti. Um, I was born in Haiti, so I moved to this country when I was 12. Um, but the reasons... I moved are, you know, deeply rooted into um, Haiti and how we almost died. So um, that I thought was like my seed when I came here and my mom was diagnosed with glaucoma, but she did not really have glaucoma in Haiti. Right. Mm -hmm. So from then, when we got here, she would complain about her eyes. So a lot of people were talking about eye stuff, but yeah. um, that that is what like kind of brought up the idea to me when I started looking things up with the eyes and trying to yeah. figure out what was wrong with her. Like, yeah, you know, and they said she had glaucoma, but yeah. when it, she came here, it was not glaucoma. It was like, oh, she has cataracts, and I felt like, you know, in back in Haiti, like. The last Close of- enough. Whatever. <laughs> just kidding. <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I just I have a I have an issue like trying to figure out like how is that like a seed because of me just going on the internet and looking things up and now I want to be an ophthalmologist. I did go into the optometry route for a while. Yeah. But like I just feel like it's not <laughs> you're like my my mom had vision issues diagnosed with glaucoma it wasn't glaucoma it was cataracts yeah. i explored it some reason i just don't know apparently i want to be a uh, an ophthalmologist now and look and help other people's eyes but i just don't think that's that's it come on you're killing me all right Thank of you. course that's your seed what do you mean <laughs> It's just the wording of it. I'm just like I've never thought it thought of it that way. So it was just well, like, of course not. This is all this is all new exercise for all of you. Right. Right? This this talking about it in this way, a seed, watering event, blah blah blah. That's just made up crap that I decided to write about in my book because it, it felt like the easiest way to try to explain to people. Okay. So it's going to feel weird. That's okay. That's why you don't poop out gold the first time. You just keep trying and trying and trying. You might get some hemorrhoids along the way. That's okay. <laughs> Look at that face. She, you're definitely an ophthalmologist. You're like, don't talk about hemorrhoids in front of me. <laughs> oh my God. You're killing me. Steven. Hey, Dr. Gray, how are you? <laughs> Wonderful. Talking about hemorrhoids. Pooping. Internal or external? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway. Um, so I just have a quick question. We, yep. um, You drilled me on what my seed was a couple of weeks ago when you had one of your um, online seminars. And uh, my seed is having open heart surgery when I was an um, infant. Um and my question is when I go to talk about that or like introduce it, 
do you think I should kind of like ask my mom or my dad, like kind of like some details as to what was happening that day as like, I guess a way to introduce it. I, I guess my question is, is like, how do I talk about it when it's yeah. something that happened 20 Before years you could ago. remember, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and you don't want to be like, I remember at six months old, <laughs> the mask coming slowly over my face, right? <laughs> they asked me to count backwards from 10. And I said, wah, wah, right? This is like, obviously you'll figure out a way to write about it and talk about it, whether it's just through stories of growing up and hearing everything um, or, or, just talking about looking at yourself in the mirror. I think we talked about um, uh, during, that, on my during that session, <laughs> literally during that session, I was like, it's literally staring you in the face every time you look in the mirror. Right. Uh, and yep. it's funny. It's funny. Cause I usually don't have a good memory for that kind of stuff, but, but I remember having that discussion with you um, and everyone was just like, well, that was pretty obvious. <laughs> um so I was I was fighting you on it a little bit too. I was like, no, that's not my seed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I guess I'll just kind of that's gonna be one that requires a couple of drafts and whatnot, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I gave a talk back in 2013 where I was very new to kind of just being a person talking about all this stuff. And I went to a conference and, and talked about it. And I, I literally had a a picture of me uh, as a baby in an incubator, right? When you when you come out and you're jaundice, um, uh, <laughs> I was like, and I I literally was like, I knew at that day because of the care provided to me <laughs> that I was going to be a doctor. It's just, yeah, no, that's just not how it works. Yep, yep. All right, thank you. Yep, Gage. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, question uh, is about my seat, of course, as is everybody else's. So I have worked as a nurse for about seven years. Um, and my uh, journey to nursing isn't uh, super spectacular. I uh, generally like to help people and I like science. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was an attainable career. But uh, throughout my um process as a nurse and the, and, and, and i want working. you i want you to stop you, you're completely ignoring the point of the seed you you went into healthcare yeah as right. a nurse yeah that's your seed whatever it was that drew you to nursing to begin with oh i i, I guess my so the uh i didn't really have a, a particular seed to draw me to nursing but there is something that's specifically drawing me out of nursing to being a physician that's, and I that's think your that's, pivot point so that's a pivot then that's okay. your pivot point yeah Okay. So you, you need to explore and be a little more honest and truthful about why you chose nursing to begin with. Super female dominated fields. And you're this dude going, yeah, I guess I'll just be a nurse, right? It's just not a common thing to, to end up in. So there are some reasons there that you need to explore. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can give you specific logical reasons why I chose the field uh, it, that made sense to me when I chose that. Uh, mm -hmm. It made financial sense. It enabled me to do what I wanted to do. And it involves some general care of helping people. That, that, that's like all the bullet points that I hit. There, I was there are lots of careers that check all of those boxes. Oh, right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Why I didn't have a specific. Ah, uh, it was I had a program that I had full tuition offering. I didn't have a specific. <laughs> I swear it was right in front of me. I was like, let me just go into it. I had nobody in healthcare in my family. I just went. But I, I grew to love it after uh, after jumping why, into the field. Why 
is a program offering you full tuition if you don't have a good reason to actually be there? I, I mean, I think it was also uh, uh, exposure through um, previous jobs. I worked as a CNA in a hospital transporter before. I think it that was a proximity effect kind of thing. I mean, hold on, wait, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh God! Why, why the heck were you a CNA? Uh, because it was a job that I could do that paid more than what I worked before, which <laughs> I literally and what was the job before. Oh, it was an EMT. What was it? The was job an in, it was an in-hospital transporter. My mother was a uh, in administration at a hospital. Hey, so I got there a job. we go. Come on, there we go. We got there, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so was my mother as a hospital administrator? Is that what you think? Yeah, say? well, not just that. I mean, you going to work when you were sick, uh, hanging out before school, after school, seeing all the hustle and bustle uh, and a gold digger. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, and access to apply to a job there. Hmm. Oh, gold digger, right? Pooping out gold. <laughs> gold digger. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's disgusting because I've literally been in an operating room scooping poop out of someone's rectum. Manual disinfection. Manually. Manually. <laughs> scooping in the bucket. Scooping in the bucket. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So so that's your story, right? And and it's it's a weird one. It's different. And I love that we were able to get there. Your mom worked around healthcare. You were exposed to it. It was easy access for you and led to blah, 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 blah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> Good job. Uh, Stratija. Shritija? Say that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Shritija. So, um, Shritija, how are you? Yeah. So I had a question about my seed because um, you talked about like first like exposure to healthcare and like mine is kind of like indirect because mm -hmm. it wasn't me. It was like my dad. Yeah, and he had like built Bill's palsy, but like I wasn't going with him to the doctor. Mm -hmm. It was more like um, I was like twelve, and I was like in the unknown. Yeah, so like I kind of had to like um, I would you're, just you're ask like, like, like Anna and Elsa going into the unknown. Yeah, I would be like um, asking like, what did he say, or like, because like he had Bill palsy, right? And like, yeah, half of his face was like paralyzed, and yeah, I always had palsy. to. I, I felt like, um, cause like I wasn't giving him meds and stuff, but like, I felt, I remember how like, so stop, um, so stop. You, you have multiple times now diminished your experience. All right. I want you to listen to how you guys talk, right? Whatever, like translating, interpreting, being there for my grandmother, taking care of like, that's, that's not good enough. I have this experience with my, my dad who has Bell's palsy but I wasn't giving him medications. I wasn't going to the doctors. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. It's not good enough. Well, well, You're 12 years old. Bell's palsy. Seeing that as a 12 year old probably scared the crap out of you. Yeah. And like, yeah. And so stop. Yeah. Right? right. What the heck is going on, dad, with your face? Are yeah. you okay? Are you going to be around as my dad? Are you going to die or not? Like, what's going on? Whatever emotions you're having. 
you had those emotions. It doesn't matter that you didn't take care of him, give him medication. Like there are no medications to give. It gives some steroids, whatever, right? You had that experience. That's your seed. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to, cause like the way I was like thinking about talking about it was that um, like, I wasn't trying to diminish it. It was, um, I was trying to say from like my unknown kind of point of view, because like, um, what do you mean? Unknown point of view? Because I didn't really understand what was going on. No crap. You're not a doctor. Yeah. 12 years old. All of us are unknown until we know. Yeah. But, um, like I, I was just trying to talk about, I wanted, I was thinking about talking about like how, like, as his condition improved, uh, how like that kind of like affected the family, like it affect and like dude, it, like dude, you're 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 literally writing your seed right now. Go write it down. That that's right. your seed. That's that's literally your seed. You have this experience that's traumatic for you. He improves over time. Again, it doesn't have to be you giving the care, you going to the okay. doctor's appointments. You see this improvement over time. You learn about it. You whatever. That's that's powerful. That's your seed. Go write it down. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for that. Again, stop. And and I again, I realize you guys want some confirmation. You want some support. You want some validation. Don't fight your truth. All right. All right. Cool. Christian. Hi, Dr. Gray. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. So I'm also a non-traditional student. Um, yeah. I'm kind of confused whether um, kind of like what's my seed? Um, I studied, well, I majored in psychology and I, I wanted to be a psychiatrist. It kind of, it's like what made me kind of like want to, uh, volunteer at the hospital. <laughs> you do, you do <sighs> realize being a psychiatrist is being a doctor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Why did you want to be a psychiatrist? Um, cause when I was doing, uh, I was volunteering at the crisis text line. Why were you volunteering at the crisis text line? Uh, I th- I think because like near the end I was kind of like what other students mentioned I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do near after the I end graduated, of what? like my graduation from uh, my BA in psych. Why did you get a BA in psych? Uh, I just wanted I thought like that that major would make me kind of like the the best version of myself. What does that mean? I don't know. I thought like psych would make me like I don't know like a wiser person, which is why I pursued it <laughs> like. I honestly, like when I first like picked out like my major, it wasn't for like a specific career. It was only like then like near the end of like my BA where I was like, crap, like I have to like think of a career after this. <laughs> You're like, oh crap, psychologists, <laughs> psychology majors don't go into anything and they, they go work <laughs> at Starbucks. I need to figure something out. Yeah, honestly, I had no clue. Like that's when <laughs> I was kind of exploring like MFT, like different kind of like, kind of like careers. Okay. And while I was doing the crisis text line because I wanted to be a therapist, um, I saw that like no, but but see, you you keep uh-huh. contradicting yourself. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a psychiatrist, so I went into psychology. I went into mm-hmm. psychology because it would make me a better version of myself. I mm-hmm. I was in psychology. It wasn't until the end I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I went and did crisis text hotline. I did crisis mm-hmm. text hotline because I wanted to become a therapist. Mm-hmm. Every every other sentence is something different out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Why? I asked a good question. I don't know, Doctor Gray. <laughs> well, come come back when you do know why. Okay. Liter- literally, 
you're contradicting yourself. Am, am I the only mm-hmm. one hearing this? I don't know. So go some more. Let's try to figure this out some more. Oh, okay. And then, <laughs> I'm not giving up on you yet. Not yet. Because <laughs> okay. I think um, um, when I was volunteering, like for me, like I feel like the like the real scene was when I saw like uh, a patient who was like uh, not breathing in the ED. And that's kind of like really what. Uh-huh. Why were you volunteering in the ED? Where did this come from? You were just talking about uh-huh. psychology and crisis sex hotline. Yeah, yeah, I think I think one of those two is my kind of like the seeds. Why well, I, I um, which which happened first? Uh, the the psychiatrist. Okay, now we're talking like about psychiatry again and not psychology. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. why psychiatry? Where did that come from? Well, that gave me all mixed up in my story because <laughs> I because I was a psychology major. And I didn't know which way to choose. That's when I like I I kind of was exploring which kind of like uh, career I wanted to do. Okay. And then to kind of further explore that, I I did the crisis text line. But but why if, like, crisis? Really, why crisis text hotline? Because I wanted to see if I wanted to be like a, a therapist, like some kind okay. of therapist. Okay. Why did you think you wanted to be a therapist? Um, cause well, when I was, when I was a psychology major, um, I was working with like, like the school offered something called, uh, it's called the psychology resource office. And you kind of like mentored students one-on-one. So it's kind of like, I was like, uh, working with students one-on-one kind of getting like that, like exposure to be with, um, Kind of not. It's not wasn't like a therapy. It wasn't like a therapy session, but it was like mentoring, kind of like that aspect, mm-hmm. which kind of like sparked the interest of like going into like therapy. Okay. Is which that is a why seed? I kind of want. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds. It sounds like we're getting somewhere logical potentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need you. To, I need you to explore some more. You're you're a little okay. all over the place. So explore some more. Uh, I I, w- I want to dig in a little bit more about why you chose psychology in the first place. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we can get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Come back. Come back uh, okay. in in another session. We'll we'll dig deeper. Okay. Think think think. Aylin, last one. Hi, Dr. Graham. Back. I'm the psychology major. <laughs> you, you psych majors. You're killing me. Yeah. So you told me to psychologize myself, but I literally didn't do very well in psychology. <laughs> so I need your help because you're like the best one out of all our uh, psych majors here. So um, let's dig in because you did some amazing work today. We can do this. So why did I do the psych major? So when I went in from high school as a psych major, it was because psych majors, it was the only degree they had at that school. Otherwise, I would have to leave that campus and go to a different campus. So I I did that. But I knew I wanted to do the school only had one major. 
Well, it had psych and business and it had like, no, you literally just said it only had one major. So I guess I just chose psych because I'm like, okay, whatever psych, I guess. But I knew I liked general chemistry. I knew I liked general chemistry, but they didn't have it at that school. And my, I I was going to transfer to a UC that had gen chem, but I couldn't transfer as a gen chem because I was a psych. So I transferred as a psych. But, but why, why? it's not normal for a student to go, I love general chemistry. Why, why were you interested in chemistry? High school school gen chem. Okay. So were you interested in going and becoming a chemist? Yes, I guess. Yeah. Cause my kid, the chemistry professor was like, Oh my gosh, like, this is so fun. I like, you know, doing chemistry. It's, it made sense to me, but I I can't be, I love science. So I want to, you know, chemistry. Okay, so we're getting somewhere here. So chemistry was the draw. Yes, chemistry was my draw. That literally made me be like, I want to get serious about school and I want to study. I was okay. So, so stop for a second. I'm interested in chemistry, therefore, I'm going to major in psychology. Where's that disconnect? Because I didn't, I, my parents didn't let me go to, okay, so it's Cal State San Bernardino, but they had an extension. Yep. Desert I've been there. That did not offer general chemistry. My parents didn't let me go to Cal State San Bernardino. So I was like, okay, I'm going to transfer and switch my degree at UCSD and be gen chem. So I went to UCSD. I didn't switch my major yet. I took gen chem classes and I was like, whoa, I can't not do this here. Like it's way too hard, whatever. So I was like, I'll just stay with psychology. Okay. We're getting somewhere. So you want to go into chemistry. You get punched in the face. My, My favorite Mike Tyson quote, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Chemistry punches you in the face. You have some imposter syndrome, some second guessing. I can't handle this, whatever. You stay a psychology major and you're like, whatever, I'll figure it out. Okay. You go from psychology to where? What's the next step after that? Then I was like, um, I took the fun psychology classes and I did well in those, but not the other ones. So the fun ones mean there are fun psychology classes. Yes. Like neuroscience. Like those are fun. Okay. Those are the more sciencey ones, which are the only ones I did well in. Got it. Neuroscience, like cognitive and behavioral neuroscience. Got it. Okay. Got it. So sensory. So it's like about the eyes. Keep going. Keep going. So, so when did you realize what what's the next step from there so from there i was like um i guess let me do clinical psych but that makes no sense because it has nothing i mean i didn't like the aspect of clinical psychology about about oh here's the dsmv5 like let me tell you what you have like i did not like that aspect of clinical psychology at all but i like Does that make sense? Like, I, that's why I, I'm like, no, I don't want to do clinical psych, but I felt like, well, I'm almost going to graduate. Like, might as well just do that. Okay. And then what? So that's when I graduated with clinical psych and I got a job doing adolescent brain cognitive development after graduating. I got that job okay. and I worked with- Interacting with patients? Interacting with patients. I interacted with parents and kids 
Okay. So the study was on the kids, nine to 10 year olds on their brains. And then I would okay. be um, working with the parents because I was a, I could speak Spanish. So I can like, you know, speak Spanish to the parents about everything. Got it. Um, okay. And so at some point you're interacting with patients, parents, et cetera. At some point you go, oh, like I want to be doing more here. Yes. Except that job was so bad that they didn't they they said that i wasn't a good fit for their lab so they kicked me like they didn't <laughs> got fired okay. yeah, got fi- like i didn't get fired they just didn't how, how much longer did it take you to realize you wanted to go to medical school not until i got accepted into my postback program like why the no 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 see <laughs> here here's where you guys are lying to yourselves i want to be a psychologist because i can't be a chemist I'm going to go be a psychologist. So I become a psychologist. I'm working as a psychologist. I get fired, let go, whatever. I'm going to go do a post back. No, no, no. Then that's how that's when I got my job at the hospital because I only had Starbucks. I okay. Can my seed be Starbucks? Like I love customer experience. Like this is amazing. No, no, that is not your seed. Your seed is not. I love customer experience. I'm an amazing customer service person. And I know being a doctor is customer service and I'm going to be the best, the best doctor out there. Yeah. <clears throat> well, then that's when I got my job in the hospital with well, my Starbucks experience. Doing nutrition stuff. Doing nutrition stuff. Correct. And that's which, what, which led to, which led to me seeing like the nurses and the doctor. I get, okay. I guess interacting with the patients there. Like I okay. never, knew what it was like to be in a hospital okay the last time i was there why why did you go from starbucks to hospital that's the only job i could find like nutrition is like customer service like food so they gave me a job there i couldn't find but, a job in, in psychology anymore like after that research job i applied to like five six seven things and i could not find a job they okay. said more competitive others were more competitive so I, I took what i could get so why are you at starbucks serving lattes all day looking for jobs in the hospital starbucks only paid like at the time i think it was like ten dollars why are you looking for jobs in the hospital uh no i applied everywhere at that point once i couldn't find so i was applying to research positions through ucsd Right. So like I was like anything that was research, I was applying, 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 applying. So then I was like, I can't find anything in research. So I expanded my search of like, okay, let me just do any job I can find through okay. whatever. Okay. That's when that job popped up and yeah. I was qualified. Okay. Because of so so Kier's right. Your your hospital job is your seed. It took us a long time to get there because you were exposed to something that you hadn't really thought of before. Now, your seed is going to be interesting how you ended up there where it was just a lot of happenstance of of like, it's the job that you got because that's what you got. Um, And so you're going to have to figure out how to write about that. But it was the experience that you had while working in the hospital that led to, oh, I I want to explore this some more. Okay. That was a hard one. I'm sorry. Darn psychologists. All right, <laughs> Kathy, you. last one, and then we'll uh, we'll head out here. I like hanging out with you guys too much. I always stay late. 
don't know where my wife is. Hopefully, I think she she got the kids. So let me do find my <laughs> see where she is. Can you hear uh, me, Doctor Gray? I can, Kathy. How are okay. You? Okay, so I'm good. And, you know, there's a couple of us non-trads on here and getting closer to some of the things that I'm really wondering about, but I wanted to be respectful to all the other people that are just like starting to explore this, man. You guys have to dig deep. You need to just go shut yourself out in a room or get a Starbucks or something and spend the whole day writing out a whole bunch of stuff to get to where he's trying to get you and then come and ask your questions. Okay. Is it fair after reading your book, Dr. Gray, and reapplying, I came up with a great story. It was a true story, but it was not the real reason like you talk about, the real truth. And so, you know, it matched what you had in your book. It was, oh, my God, I was this, you know, fitness director at diabetes camp, and I ended up using my CPR skills. And that's when I thought, wow, I could probably do more. I could probably have more responsibility. The honest to God truth, Dr. Gray, is I moved from a rural hospital to a different state, different culture, and got stripped of my level of authority. Like by 50 to 70% of my job, I'm not doing anything of what I used to do. And that's when I started asking physicians about medical school. And they're like, oh my God, you would be so amazing with your background. And, and I would say, yeah, here's what I used to do. I used to adjust people's insulins all the time. Like they, I was on call 24 seven for the hospital. Like they paid me really well. And I was their kind of emergency person. And I moved here to this big hospital where there's all these nurse practitioners. I'm sorry, God bless them, nurse practitioners that I share an office with that are um, adjusting insulins. They have no clue what they're doing because they don't have the diabetes educator background that I do. And so, I'm too- So stop, so stop. Seed, diabetes educator. How did you mm -hmm. end up there? My dad. What are we even talking about? Because I want to know, or maybe I just need you to straightforward shoot it to me at my foot. I can't be negative about my previous, my experience in career disappointment here. Right? I can't. No, nobody's I, asking you to talk about your career. We're asking you to talk about how you became interested in medicine. Your dad was a type one, type two diabetic. Type two with multiple complications. Okay. I I spent every weekend in the hospital with him okay. for the last three years of his life. How old were you at that point? I was in college. Okay. What were you planning on doing while you were in college before? Oh, I'm from the generation where your parents tell you we're paying for everything. So you'll be a nurse or a teacher. Okay. So I, became a, I became a dietitian. So you are going through this process. Your dad is a type two, sounds like very uncontrolled diabetic. <laughs> lots of complications, mm -hmm. you become a diabetes educator. Yep. That's your seed. Okay. Okay. Then I, then I know it's on the right track. I got skewed today because I was like, maybe I should be like really honestly God truthful about how I moved to North Dakota and I hate it. And my scope of practice is all <clears throat> so messed that's, up that's, here. that's your pivot point. So your, your seed is I became a diabetes educator or, or my, my dad was a diabetic and I, I wanted to help people like him. So you became a diabetes educator. Your pivot point is at some point in your career, 
you were in a position where okay. you weren't able to do what you wanted to do. Okay. And so you started exploring more. And with more exposure to healthcare and medicine, you knew that these doctors were out there doing amazing things. And you probably had a lot more confidence then and yeah. less control from your parents about what you could do. Mm-hmm. And you explored that. And here you are. Oh, One, two, got it. Few. Yeah, because we can make things a lot harder than what they are. Thank you. And we're out. <sighs> these are hard. You guys, you guys, you guys are hard. Um, all right. So we're going to um, uh, do a quick little poll. We finished all the people who had their hands up. Do we need more of this on Friday? Or do you want to start jumping in and submitting seeds? And if we want to submit seeds, um, then we can do both. Okay. So it's a little bit of both. Let's do both. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll have you submit. We'll start with doing more of this on Friday. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear. Sound good? Sound good. All right. It was awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for letting me poke and prod and interrupt. And uh, I, I do it because I, I love and I care and I want you to, to be the best version of yourself and not because I, I am trying to invalidate any of you or your stories or anything else. So hopefully we're all good. Uh, have a wonderful day. We'll see you soon. Bye.